Welcome to the Orange Socks Podcast, where we are inspiring life despite a diagnosis. I'm your host, Dr. Gerald Nebaker. Having a child with significant disabilities is both blessing and challenge, especially if that child has a rare condition. Such is the case with Cassie and Darren. Their son Kenai is one of a few in the world who have been diagnosed with 7Q deletion. I know you're going to enjoy learning their story. Cassie and Darren have named each of their children with K names. One day, Cassie told Darren some interesting news. I had a dream that I was washing a little boy's hair in the sink and his name was Kenai, a baby. And I woke up and I said, I had a dream that we had a baby boy and his name was Kenai. And we were like, oh my gosh, we never thought of that, that's perfect. Two or three months later, I was pregnant. There was no indication that Kenai, named after a peninsula in Alaska, would be born with a disability. He was born five weeks early. He was in the three pound range. When he was less than 24 hours old, one of the staff in the NICU told me that there was something majorly wrong with him in motion to her head. By day five of life, they told us that it was a deletion on the seventh chromosome. There's like 34 reported cases that are similar but not exact to his. Because the diagnosis was so rare, the doctors could only guess what would happen next. They didn't really know what he would do, if he'd smile or anything, if he would kind of be vegetable. And he was so tiny. When I got his diagnosis, I Googled, everything was bad. All of the cases were bad and scary and it took me a while to just breathe and not try to search on who he would be and just watch him develop. That was kind of a hard hump to get over. So he was in the NICU for nine weeks. He was life lighted up to primaries and before he came back, the doctor called and said, do you want me just to put a button in him, a G-tube? And I said, I just wanna wait and see. If he can't do it on his own, then we'll deal with it then because he was on an NG. And no doctors really thought he'd ever feed by mouth, but he is. There's things that they'll do that the medical field will tell you they'll never be able to do. He came home on three different types of monitor machines. Since his birth, Kenai has had to have many medical interventions, including open heart surgery. He is now 18 months old. And after receiving Kenai's diagnosis, Cassie and Darren have experienced many different emotions. They also watch people close to them experience the evolving emotions that come when a baby is diagnosed with a disability. My family's kind of dramatic. When we broke the news to them, a lot of them were really taken back and automatically things go into worst case scenarios and they kind of connect their own dots. Their initial reaction would be, I'm so sorry, and I had to just say, don't say sorry. We're still excited and we still just had a baby and we still love him so much. Maybe they were scared for us, but we never felt that way. As they've seen Cassie show what life is like with this awesome kid, our whole family has come together and it's not as scary for them. Watching our other kids with him has been so super cool. They've always been really sensitive to each other. I was worried it would kind of break apart. I know that having a kid with different needs can be hard. It can be a learning curve and can be hard on a marriage. He seemed to strengthen everything. They've been so great with him. They're really in tune with his needs and what's going on. It's been really awesome to see the family dynamic. 
As the family came to terms with Kenai's diagnosis, they lovingly reached out to assist Cassie with the everyday rigors of caring for Kenai. He's harder to hold, his hypotonia. He's harder to feed because he has a cleft in the soft and it's not repaired yet. A lot of our extended family has babysat and been able to take the kids and that's given Cassie some time. She literally has zero time to do stuff with the machines and everything that came into our reality. Cassie has some advice for parents when they receive a diagnosis. Do not Google anything ever. Don't take your doctor's word for it because they don't know everything. They can predict all they want, but no one's gonna tell you what your baby's gonna do until your baby tells you what they're capable of. And you just need to wait. It's hard to accept, but you need to trust the process and trust your journey. Cassie and Darren have consciously decided to live in faith rather than fear. So instead of comparing their son to other children, since Kenai's diagnosis is so rare, Cassie said they wait for Kenai to show them what he can do. Great advice. I kind of thought, if I met someone else that had a daughter that was the same age as mine, both of them don't have a deletion or don't have a diagnosis and their daughter has cancer, I'm not going to automatically think my daughter's gonna get cancer now. Darren echoes Cassie's choice to see things in a positive light. Positivity is a big deal for us. You really attract what you think about. And that's why I've commented so much about him being this positive entity in our home. There's a lot of positive stuff that can come from this. I would just say concentrate and focus 100% on all the positive things and build off that. I don't ever really say that he's disabled. I say he's differently able. Sure. He's pretty awesome and I don't want to put limits on him. We felt blessed. He's always had this aura about him, this energy about him. This kid's massively positive all the time. He's just got this different vibe. Lights me up every time I'm around him. Thanks for listening to this episode. Orange Socks is an initiative of Rise Incorporated, a nonprofit organization dedicated to supporting and advocating for people with disabilities. Follow Orange Socks on Facebook and Instagram and visit our website, orangesocks.org, for more stories and to find national and local resources to help parents of children with disabilities.